0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Welcome everybody. Today is Monday morning. It is February 6th. Good morning and welcome to the Energy News Beat stand up. My name is Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group. And Michael is actually on his way back from the uh, bachelor party. So I did talk to him. We don't have to go hunt for him. So that is some good news. I was afraid it was going to be the hangover where I was going to have to go bail him out and see if he met uh, the tiger. So with that, he'll be back tomorrow. We've got a lot to talk about over this weekend, and uh, there's a couple things that are going on. Manchin is saying that Yellen is not playing by the rules with the EV tax credits. New York Uh, city natural gas prices soar, and it's because of the cold coming in. We got some information on that. India is ditching uh, the dollar to buy more Russian oil. There's also the European Union is banning. It's uh, kicking in here today as well, too, as far as the ban on diesel and gasoline. So that is really going to start kicking in here in a little bit. Then we have uh, the U.S. oil and rig countdown. So we're going to sit here and have a little bit of time. Also got a uh, bit of sanctions from an author in uh, Russia. It's kind of interesting hearing from the sanctions from a Russian point of view. So I got a lot of that. Let me go ahead and get started. But before we get started on that, I want to thank all of the listeners and all of the great feedback that we've been getting, Michael and I have just had an absolute blast. Want to give a shout out to all of our other podcast hosts under the Sandstone Media brand, and uh, they are also doing it quite well, uh, just knocking it out of the park as well, too. So. If you want to get your name out there and your impressions, we have sponsorships available on all eight of our podcast family. We also produce podcasts for you if you want to be an industry thought leader in your chosen markets. Anyway, with that, let's get down to the discussion here. OK, Manchin says uh, Yellen is not following the law with EV tax credits. Boy, uh, Senator uh, Joe Manchin has been on uh, a lot of the different kinds of areas. Remember when it was the Inflation Reduction Act, when he was a holdout for that? You take a look at uh, not following the law on electric vehicle tax credits as automakers push the Biden administration to apply broad uh, interpretations to a bill that he He largely wrote last year, quote, she's basically not following the law and this administration is not, he told reporters on Thursday. Uh, their cherry picking is his biggest issue, the rules for the EV tax credits. This is actually driving a whole new uh, shift on which is going to be an EV that is now under the rules or not under the rules. And so then you have Tesla, who is the most profitable EV company out there. They're just now reducing their prices. And so this is really going to see a big um, fight going on between all of them scratching for their market share. So uh, it is actually going to be pretty interesting when you sit back and take a look what is going to be going around on the EV market. So the legislation known as the IRA has been uh, hailed as a major piece of industrial and climate policy with about 270 billion in tax breaks for EVs and renewable. This is one we're going to keep launching. So let me go to the next one. And the next story here is uh, New York City natural gas soars to its highest since 2003 amid bitter cold. But this is lighting the fire for the gas stove ban. Let me kind of give you two things here. Uh, At Boston's uh, Algonquin uh, City Gate Hub for Friday's delivered trade price of $58 up from $12 the previous day. In the words of Michael Tanner, Holy smokes, Batman. I mean, that is just unbelievable. Here's part of the problem natural gas is sitting there right next within an eight hour drive over in Pennsylvania. Pipelines are not there. They've had to import all of their natural gas in via LNG through Boston and up through that way. They're basing this off of international pricing. International pricing is not as low right now at the time of this. I'm recording this at four thirty two on a Sunday for our Monday show. And natural gas is at two dollars and fifty one cents. So when you start looking at the hub pricing, it is not based off of Henry hub down in the south or any of that. It is because it's coming in from international. That is all because of political issues going on in the past. It's not going to happen till we can get some new uh, pipelines done. So let me go ahead and go uh, over here to the next one. India is we've known we've been talking about this for quite a while now, and India is doing the best it can. We've talked about that for a long time and they are bypassing sanctions. There's a couple of things that are happening right now. The newest layer of sanctions are coming in and they are the second wave. They're on the anything out of the diesel, gasoline. But this is even taking it one step further. And this is going into the crude side of it. And they are now doing business outside of the dollar. This whole push is getting another step away from the dollar. Getting the oil off of the uh, dollar standard is going to continue to devalue the U.S. as a uh, international market impacting country. So you got to hand it to our leaders in not doing their job. Uh, this one, Indian refineries reportedly make most of their purchases of Russian crude from Dubai-based traders. It's pretty interesting. So again, my hat's off to India for trying to do what's best for their country. I just wish that uh, our leaders had the same kind of uh, belief system. So uh, let's go to the sanctions as we're talking about sanctions again. Uh, Corbioco, uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name. He is an interesting cat. He has got his sub stack and I highly recommend I'll have his sub stack in there. I don't agree with everything he says, but when he does come out with articles, it is interesting to take a look at all sides of a discussion. You take a side of a uh, renewable, you take a uh of troll on Twitter, and I'll go into that here in a minute. I'm having a lot of fun on Twitter with the new Elon Twitter. And quite honestly, I love throwing questions out there and getting trolled. You cannot buy this kind of entertainment and put something out there that seems reasonable and it is fun. Thank you, Elon, by the way. I know you're listening to our show. Anyway, the official narrative surrounding the Ukrainian conflict has flipped in certain recent weeks because of the uh, seriously warning about its loss. This next article, the New York Times just admitted that the West anti-Russian sanctions are a failure. Pretty wild when you sit back and take a look and say that the New York Times just admitted that the West anti-Russian sanctions are a failure. And when you take a look at Corioco, he's got an interesting uh, substack. His substack is really uh, pretty good. I don't always agree with what he says, but his uh, points in here are neither the New York Times, the Western experts that write Anna Swanson sites, nor the IMF credibly can uh, be accused of being Russian friendly, let alone so-called Russian Propagandist or even Russian agents, which confirms the observation that this dimension of the golden billions anti-Russian information warfare campaign has divisively shifted. The official narrative surrounding the Ukraine conflict has flipped in recent weeks from prematurely celebrating Kiev's supposedly inevitable in victory into nowadays seriously warning about its likely loss. The real thing about this is we've always said sanctions don't work. Iran has always figured out through years of how to get around sanctions. We've seen that the sanctions, I just talked about that in the article a minute ago with uh, India buying outside of sanctions by going away from the dollar. Having the New York Times admit that there are now sanctions are just not going to work. We're now rolling into a whole new phase with the diesel and gasoline. The EU runs on diesel. Uh, There's a lot more diesel demand there, and so does India. So uh, buckle up. I think we're going to see some more price hikes coming around the corner because of this. So. And let's go ahead and on the U.S. front, uh, U.S. oil and rig count falls by the most in weeks since June 2020 from Baker Hughes. Uh, let's see here. U.S. oil rigs fell from 10 to 599 this week in their lowest since September, while gas rigs dropped to 2 to 158. Uh, U.S. futures were down 8 percent. So this year after gaining about 7 percent. Wow. All right, guys. Well, with that, we want to just say thank you all very much. Michael will be back tomorrow. I am so grateful I didn't have to go out and try to find him just like it was in uh, the movie uh, The Hangover. I'm too old for that. Anyway, thank you and uh, look forward to hearing from you soon. We'll see you tomorrow.